Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast on the baptism and gifts of the Holy Spirit. This message is entitled, How Do I Speak in Tongues? In my previous article in this series, I explained how we can receive the baptism in the Spirit by faith with the evidence of speaking in tongues. This article gives you a clear pathway to actually speaking in an unknown spirit-generated language by faith. The good news is that speaking in tongues is one of the easiest things we will ever do once we get beyond some apparent difficulties. Like everything else we do spiritually, speaking in tongues is done by faith and is a matter of choice. We are not suddenly overpowered by the Holy Spirit and somehow lose control of our voice. Many people fear that this is what may happen to them and close themselves off from the experience. Maybe you have seen or heard stories of people doing crazy things under the influence of the Spirit. Much of what we do in church atmospheres is learned behavior. We see others behaving in a certain way that seems holy, and we imitate it. At other times, we are genuinely impacted by the Holy Spirit to do something unexpected or unplanned. Regardless, the important thing is that in every situation, we all have control over our actions. 1 Corinthians 14, 32 and 33 says, Remember that people who prophesy, and I would add, or speak in tongues, are in control of their spirit and can take turns. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the meetings of God's holy people. That's from the New Living Translation. In order to speak in tongues, we must choose to let go of any fears we have of losing control. Instead, God wants us to surrender ourselves to the Spirit. It is like a dancer who is following the lead of her partner. At any moment, she can choose to get out of step, but chooses to remain in harmony. We can choose to be in harmony with the Holy Spirit. But, sadly, there is some bad news. The bad news is that speaking in tongues requires us to operate in a realm with which many of us are very unfamiliar, the world of the Spirit. In this realm, we must depend upon the Holy Spirit for the power or ability to speak in tongues while choosing not to use our natural minds to govern our speaking, which is foreign to us until we learn to do it. Then it becomes most supernatural. If I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unproductive. That's 1 Corinthians 14, 14. For many people, this is a step too far and a hurdle too high. It seems foolish to speak what sounds like gibberish 
because it does not come from reasoned thinking or from our own logical language rules. Instead, we speak words that simply come to us as the Spirit gives them. Acts 2.4 says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. That's the New American Standard Bible. Speaking words from out of the Spirit, which are completely foreign and unknown to us, seems foolish to those who rely completely on the human mind to navigate through life. But to those who have learned or are learning to lean on the Spirit more and more, it is most natural and fulfilling. Interestingly, although the mind does not form the words, it is active in other ways. When I am praying or speaking in tongues, my mind is often filled with thoughts from God. Many times I receive important revelation from Scripture or hold teachings in a flash. At other times, God reveals things to me through visions or prophetic insight. Speaking in tongues does not make our minds go blank. Instead, it frees our minds to receive from the Spirit as our mouths speak, unimpeded by logical constraint. Even though we make the choice to speak in tongues, the Spirit gives us the words and the ability. This participation with the Spirit of God is supposed to be how we live all the time, but unfortunately, many of us have never learned the art of living in step with the Spirit in practical ways. Speaking in tongues is a great place for us to start. It requires us to lean on God instead of our own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Speaking in tongues requires us to make a breakthrough into relying on the Spirit instead of our own minds. Isn't this the essence of what it means to repent? Adam and Eve opted to rely on their own thinking instead of simply believing and trusting God. As God transforms us to be more and more like Jesus, he expects us to learn to operate as Jesus did in the realm of the Spirit. Speaking in tongues is as easy as walking on water. Okay, maybe you were just beginning to think, I've got this, but now you're thinking, why on earth are you comparing speaking in tongues to something absolutely impossible? Are you trying to discourage me completely? It is quite the opposite. The principle at work is that walking on water requires divine enabling, just as does speaking in tongues. Matthew 14, 28 and 29 says, and this was when Peter saw Jesus walking on the water, and Peter said to him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. Walking on water is really not difficult if the Lord enables us. All Peter had to do was get out of the boat and take some steps. God did the hard part of supporting his weight 
by his divine power, Peter did not have to keep himself above the water. All Peter had to do was exercise his faith. It took great faith to believe in the unseen power of God to do something unnatural and strange, which is a lot like speaking in tongues. Peter did not walk on water by passively sitting in the boat waiting for Jesus to make his uncooperative legs and feet start walking. Peter had to make a choice to get out of the safety of the boat and launch himself onto the water. We must make the choice to launch into speaking from the Spirit without even knowing what we're going to say. The Holy Spirit does not commandeer our tongues to make us speak. We cannot passively speak in tongues. But if we choose to get out of the boat, so to speak, God will do the rest. He will give us the words just as he supported Peter's act of faith. Acts 2.4 says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They began to speak, but the Holy Spirit gave the words. The words will come as we make the choice to speak. It's always a matter of choice, a matter of will. 1 Corinthians 14.15 says, What am I to do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will pray with my mind also. I will sing with my spirit, but I will sing with my mind also. Paul made the choice when he said, I will, to speak and sing in tongues. Whenever I personally speak in tongues, it is always according to my own volition, and the Holy Spirit always supplies the words. I know he will do it, so I have faith to begin to speak. Speaking in tongues boils down to making a choice based on faith. If we do not have the faith, we will not make the choice. If we do have the faith, speaking in tongues is simple because God does the hard part. He gives the words. Many people object to the idea that we can speak in tongues whenever we want thinking that it requires a special anointing of the Spirit every time. It is true that the Spirit distributes the gifts according to His will, Hebrews 2.4. I cannot heal people whenever I might choose without any reliance on the direction of the Holy Spirit. Even Jesus could feel the presence of power of God to heal. Yet, I usually choose to pray for people to be healed anytime I am asked, knowing that the power to answer that prayer lies outside of my simply willing it to happen. My role is to pray to Jesus the healer. I can choose to do that. At other times, I may feel led by the Spirit to pray for someone. The same is true for me regarding the gift of prophecy. I cannot simply decide that today I'm going to prophesy 12 times. Instead, I listen to the Spirit and prophesy when and if He directs me. Hopefully I'm listening. There have been times when I was able to prophesy over everyone for whom I prayed. At other times, for whatever reason, I had nothing. Speaking in tongues is different, however. 
Speaking in tongues can be broken into two categories. The spirit-led gift of tongues, which is spoken aloud in a meeting and which requires an interpretation. And the often very personal devotional prayer language, which is completely under our jurisdiction. Ephesians 6.18 says, With all prayer and petition at all times in the Spirit, and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. So we're to pray at all times in the Spirit. And this refers to praying in tongues. I get this by comparing the same phrase in 1 Corinthians 14, 14, and 15. Paul said, If I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful or inactive. What is the outcome then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the mind also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the mind also. Praying with the spirit is contrasted to praying in a known language. Since we are commanded to pray always in the spirit, it is a standing command from God. Again, praying with the spirit is contrasted to praying in a known language. Since we are commanded to pray always in the spirit, is it a standing command from God? We can and should do it whenever we like, as often as we like. In fact, we should do it more and more, just as Paul did. He wrote, 1 Corinthians 14, 18 through 19, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than you all. However, in the church, I desire to speak five words with my mind so that I may instruct others also rather than 10,000 words in a tongue. Speaking in tongues allowed in a church meeting should be specifically directed by the Spirit and followed by an interpretation. But praying in the Spirit quietly as may be appropriate is always encouraged. 1 Corinthians 14, 28 says, But if no one is present who can interpret, they must be silent in your church meeting and speak in tongues to God privately. God told us to pray in tongues always, whenever we like. So it's always okay to do so, as long as we do it properly without disrupting God's order in a meeting. I compare it to turning on the faucet. Water always comes out because the line is under pressure. The Holy Spirit is always on inside of us, waiting for us to turn on the tap by choosing to pray in the Spirit. Conclusion I hope by now that every one of your misgivings or objections has been answered. Perhaps now you wish to receive the baptism in the Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Follow the steps listed in my previous article. When you get to step four, speaking in tongues, you have a choice to make. You can simply wait on God to give you the words, which may come to you immediately or over time. I know of cases when people did not get their prayer language immediately, but later it came unexpectedly. The second option is the one I recommend. 
after asking Jesus to baptize you in the Spirit, be like Peter. Get out of the boat. Open your mouth and start speaking whatever words the Spirit gives you. Psalm 81.10 says, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. But what if, in spite of everything, you simply don't have any words from the Spirit? Are we to conclude that this amazing gift is not for us? After all, according to Paul, all do not speak in tongues. 1 Corinthians 12.30 But what do we do with another of Paul's verses where he says, Now I want you all to speak in tongues. 1 Corinthians 14.5 It is true that all do not speak in tongues. But God wants us all to do so. I encourage you to keep at it until you break through every barrier of unbelief and fear. You will never regret it. Remember, your mind is not going to help you. Simply let the words flow out of your spirit where you are joined to God's spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.17 Let the river flow. Once you begin, you will never want to stop. It is a fabulous gift from God. I conclude by reading to you John 7:38 and 39, where Jesus said, He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. For the Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified.